Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. Are you like coughing your face off? Because I'm going to stab you in the throat. Hi, and welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media of our shared childhood. My name is Amy, and I'm a proud Gen Xer born in 1997. Yeah, okay. My name is Jenny. I was born in 1974. <laughs> my twenty. My sister is 23 years older than me. <laughs> that happens, you know, in some families, Amy. I wouldn't make fun of that. <laughs> You're drinking out of the Graham Green gob- Goblet glass again. Yes, again. Oh, yes. Okay. So, everyone, we're here today to record our heavily edited and very curated <laughs> Ask Me Anything. <laughs> Yet completely not prepared for <laughs> So, as you guys know, we started this podcast June 23rd of last year during the pandemic. So, so we thought it would be fun, you know, for this special anniversary to sit down and answer some questions and talk a little bit about, like, how we started the podcast and, I don't know, Jim, what we get out of it. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. And just um, respond to some some fan questions and also... This week, we will be announcing in the Mimi Bees, over the weekend we'll announce it, the winner of the Drama Barn painting. And we'll put it on our Facebook page, too, in case you're not in the Mimi Bees. Which, why are you not in the Mimi Bees? Yeah, I mean. Come on. Like, we have serious questions in there. Like, here's a hot picture of Bon Jovi. Does somebody want to help him out? (laughs) I saw that. What is that garbage? I don't know if I'm here for it. (laughs) It was a good picture. It was a good picture. So, Jenny, I'm going to start with question one, and this is from Liz B. So, Liz asks, how did you come up with the idea for the Little House on the Prairie podcast? Lame question, I know, but I really want to win the drama barn painting. (laughs) I don't think that's a lame question. It's kind of like the why do we exist, you know? Liz, there there is no stupid question. Well, there are, a general one. That's true. That's true. And mom sent a question. I don't know if you saw that. Mom but. did not send that question. Um, so, Jenny, how did we come up for the idea? We had been kicking around working on a project together, I feel like, for a while. But, like, we didn't know what. And then, then we were kicking around the idea of working on a podcast together. Yes, because I really wanted to do a podcast for a long yeah. time. Yep. And, and I think I came up with the idea. Well, no. 
Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you you ultimately honed in on the right idea. But it started with we were <laughs> You just threw a bunch of bad ideas at it me. It started with we were gonna watch reality shows. We we thought about that and I didn't want to do that. And what happened is I tried to convince her because I'm like, we can talk about it in a different way. Than I just have hard, I just have a hard time with like talking about somebody right now living their life. Right, it's weird to me. Like we it's can't objectify people like I do, Michael Landon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's he's not around to defend himself. He's, he would love it. He would. Too. He would totally it. love it. Um. So we started with we picked a show on Netflix, and it was like back with my ex or something like that. And what here's was what that? happened. <laughs> I watched the first episode and I'm like, wait a minute, I saw this before. Like a year ago. It's not new. Okay. So I called Jenny up and I'm like, Jenny, we can't do this show. It's not. And then Jenny confessed. I, I don't wasn't going to do, do reality show. I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> it was going to fail because I knew I didn't want to do it. So then Jenny was like, we should do something where we look. Because Jenny and I talk so much about Gen X. So she's like, we should do something where we look at things through a Gen X lens. And then we were like, okay, that's great. And then, like, a day or two later, you called me, and you're like, we should do a Little House on the Prairie. And I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> done. So you did think of it. And then I came with all the branding and all the design and all the... Mm. Okay. Amy writes everything, though. I write and edit, which is the most... That's true, you do edit. <laughs> right? You, like, do the whole plot outline. You you edit, you do all the writing, and then I just come in and dump on you, and then yes. and then fly off. Yes. No, I do all the production work though. Yeah, she does. She which does. is not insignificant. And you pay for everything. So. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> okay, guys. So Liz, I hope that answers your question. It was me first to do a podcast, but Jenny's mm-hmm. the one who thought of what it should be. Okay. So the next question, Jenny, question number two. This is a good one. This is from Teresa. Have you two ever argued before recording? Is it hard to be funny and playful when annoyed? I can answer this. Wait, I want to answer it because I feel like I uh, my stance is annoyed. <laughs> like yes. that's how yes. I'm coming into all of these. <laughs> so Jenny gets very easily annoyed. Like this is this is very my life. easily super, especially. When Amy's involved. This is my life. Jenny gets very easily annoyed. So, for example, this evening, there was a miscommunication. Yeah, this evening. I was, was already annoyed. And she didn't realize we were recording. And I called her up and I'm like, we got to do this now. At 8 o'clock at and night, she calls like, me up. Well, da, 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 you know, just giving me some pushback. And I'm like. Because she's been sick and like, I'm laying on the couch. I can't breathe. I'm coughing. So like, I thought she would give me a warning when she's feeling okay to do this. I'm sorry, tomorrow's newspaper has not come out yet saying I'm feeling better. (laughs) (laughs) So I find that if I just kind of roll with it and like like a little porcupine i just don't really poke her too much and just bring her into it she'll <laughs> she'll eventually calm down and get into it but at first she's always like Meh. well i i just think that also there's an inherent thing with your siblings that you're su- like they just are super annoying to you like i've seen this with other siblings <laughs> like i could be sitting in a room somebody could be tapping i don't even notice it if it's amy i want to rip her hand off and like i've seen jen do this with her brother timmy like 
Like, Timmy's doing something. I don't even mm-hmm. notice it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to kill him. And I'm like, I don't even hear it. I'm like, not going to lie. After about? the last episode we covered when Laura was in babysitting hell, I can't say I blame you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about it. Like, it's, it's been my entire life of how is Amy going to throw a black cloud over this. <laughs> You're not me. the only one who worries about that. Okay, so, Teresa, hope that answers your question. Jenny's always annoyed. So... I mean, there's just, there's a baseline level Mm -hmm. of annoyance. So Jenny, Mike L. asks, are your parents married or remarried? Do you have other siblings? Please describe them. Thank God we don't have other siblings. If we had another sibling, we'd kill them (laughs) long ago. Like, imagine if we were straddled with a Carrie. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it would be more on you than me. I think the middle child would have it. I have the carry in my life. the middle child would have it the worst, because they have the Mary and the carry. They have both. Well, that's what, that's why they're like all like, I'm a middle child. So our parents are not married to each other. Our dad is remarried and our mother is not. Mom is living out the uh, traditional get rid of all men and just live alone until you die. What women in our family do. Like that's just the trajectory of the, the female in our family. Mom was remarried. Mom was remarried. But that... that ended spectacularly (laughs) (laughs) all right jen anything else you want to dredge up from mom and dad's divorce maybe some unsettled resentment so so they're they're like 20 22 years they're divorced 23 years yeah something like that yeah and dad's remarried 19 years 18 something like that okay mike so i hope that answered your question so jenny let's go the next one do you have an article of clothing, this is from Jill, that you still wish you had from the 80s? I have one. I wish you still okay. had those size zero frosted jeans. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, they were that black Ken frosted I jeans. To, I remember it. You would lay on the bed, and each oh of God. us would grab a side, and we would literally... Jenny, <sighs> how do you still have internal organs? I know. It was bad. I don't have... And that was when, like, jeans weren't super stretchy yeah. yet. I don't have any yeah. clothing from the 80s. Well, I clearly don't have any clothing from the 80s because it wouldn't fit me. But um, I had a pair of purple leather pants that were super cool. In the 80s. And also the the satin jackets. The satin jackets were They were cool. so cool. Yeah. I had a pink and yep. blue one. I wish I saved some of my t-shirts. Like, I had a lot of really cool John Lennon t-shirts when I was growing up. Yeah. I didn't save any of them. Not that they would fit me now. Okay, Jen. Anonymous asks, what's your favorite 80s show? Favorite mm-hmm. 80s show? Ooh, that's a tough one. I know. You know what I'm going to say? I don't know if it was solely an 80s show, but I loved The Incredible Hulk. Like, the original. You did. Yes. You did. Yes. With Bill Bixby. You know what show I loved? I was young. I was young, so don't judge me. Um... Batman with Adam West. I loved that You also that show. loved The Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I did love mm-hmm, The Dukes of Hazard. Mm-hmm. I did. Looking mm-hmm. back on that, that was a mistake. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> wow. So are yeah. we never covering The Dukes of Hazard? I mean, I'm sure we'll do some of it. I don't know if I want to cover all of it. Okay, Jen. Um, <laughs> there's, there's, there's definitely a lot of problems with there's The Dukes of Hazard. There's definitely a lot of issues. Sarah S. asks, who came up with the idea or concept for the podcast, which we already talked about, but she wants to know, do we know what TV show we'll be doing after Little House on the Prairie? We don't. 
we did talk about Love Boat. Maybe doing like a no, mini series I, of Love Boat. I'm pushing for, I'm lobbying for 90210. Oh, right. Um, yeah. But I thought a nice crossover would be do all do the Love Boats that the Little House on the Prairie people were in. Yes. Yeah. Because that everyone was well, on that show. Everyone. Yes. And... And we could, and because they're all self-contained, you could just pick like a handful of them. We don't have to and do like all. I mean, all of them. they had some real winners in the cast. Oh my God. Yeah, crazy um, stuff. I just love nine hundred two one zero so much. I feel like it bookends with Little House in a weird way for me because it. I don't know. Like I, I liked it, but I just feel like I was much older when that was out. Nine hundred two one zero was out when I was a teenager. I know. I was like almost in college when it was out. So I can't say it really shaped me, but it shaped yeah, me differently. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like it doesn't. I will never fucking forget Brendan Dillon sitting in his car when they were breaking up, REM losing my religion playing. Oh, Guys, Lord. come at me if you remember that scene. That's the first time I ever heard losing my religion. I distinctly what? Where were you? What remember were you living on? Dylan and Brenda. And I know we had this fight in the Mimi Bees, but I was Dylan and Brenda. No Kelly and Dylan. Wait, you know what? I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna bring up our sheet with our ideas. We talked about happy days. We did talk about happy days, but you know I hate Scott Bayo so much. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> we talked about Laverne and Shirley. Mm. We talked about oh, my so-called life. We're not gonna do because it's too late. I love that show. Do you remember Eight Is Enough? Yes. You know what would be a good one to do? Cheers. Like looking at it as adults now. I got to tell this story. I dated a guy who (laughs) thought he was Sam Malone. And his name was Sam. And he thought he was Sam Malone. Oh, God. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. But I feel like looking at some of Cheers with, like maybe even just Mm -hmm. the first season, like as grown ass adults, because that was the first season was like Mm -hmm. in 82 Mm -hmm. or something. Like it was, that was a long time ago. Now, somebody did suggest the Waltons. I'd be open to the little Waltons. I've never seen the Waltons. I never have either. Is that the same time period as Little House? It is, right? No, it's during the Depression, isn't it? No, 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 no. Not in the show. I mean, when it aired. When it aired, yeah. And Timmy's like, you would fucking love it. The guy's a writer. It's during the Depression. I'm like, oh, I might like that. Oh, is it like all Steinbeckian? Yes, yes. Oh, hmm. So it might be interesting for us to do. It would it. be interesting take to watch something we've never because, like, the one thing about Little House going into that is like we we knew it well. Like we we yeah. wa- I mean, I watched it in syndication a thousand times probably. Yeah, but the uh, watching something we've never watched before would be interesting. I never saw one episode. No, me neither. I just remember that beginning thing where they're like, good night, John boy, good night. Yeah, whatever. Guys, as we get closer to having to make that decision, maybe we can put a poll up and get some feedback or something. All right, Jenny. So let's move on. Um, Trinity asks, as a fellow podcaster, I'm curious as to how many listens you get per episode and how big your audience is. Mm, Define audience. (laughs) So latest, latest stats, because we're always watching the stats. 298. 298. Yeah. So we get about 300. About 300 downloads an episode. Yeah. The movies get a little more than the shows get, than the Little House episodes get. 
So we have about 300 rabid Little House on the Prairie fans. Yeah, that's like the Little are, House on the Prairie fans. Like Pretty in Pink is up grateful. 400. There's a couple of movies at around 500, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is why we're constantly... Because Jenny and I made a decision. Like, we don't want to monetize the shit out of anything. We don't want to be <laughs> running commercials man. constantly and <laughs> stuff like that. So... We're, this is why we started the Patreon to just kind of offset our costs because, you know, it costs money to like host all this stuff and post it and all, all that kind of jazz. So and Jenny had to run out and buy a bunch of equipment. Well, to and, and I with. hate I hate when there's a, like no offense to anyone who's putting commercials in like good for you making mm-hmm. money on things like, you you know, do what you got to do. But like, I just didn't want to do that if we didn't have to, like if we could find another way to even slowly yeah. build an audience and slowly build like a baseline of of uh something to cover the costs so we may eventually do some commercials but we're looking at like i don't know if anyone listens to pod save america but they're kind of like they're kind of my like who i look to as like who's doing podcasts right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they Mm -hmm. do all the ads where they read the ads and i just think they're super funny like they're that's a good way of doing it if you can find that kind of gig so if we do them it'll be that kind of thing but this is why we're always hustling for reviews and stuff, mm-hmm. because that kind of stuff yep. really drives traffic to us and helps us out. Okay. And and Trinity, drop the name of your podcast in yeah. our Mimi Bees. Totally. Let, let us know what you do. We could listen to yours. Okay, Jenny. So Misty asks, I'm also born in 1974, Jenny. Why does that make us so great? I mean, it just obviously does. <laughs> And most people in my class had a sibling born in 1977. Well, Misty, let me explain that. It's called the oops, let's try again cycle. So in 1974, when everyone had terrible babies, they were like, oh, let's try this again and get it right. Thus, the baby boom of 1977. No, they just all like wanted something to keep like the the ones born in 74 were just so smart and like. Like questioned everything, or just all over everything. They're like, you know, we need to give them a little sibling that they can teach, and just <laughs> like ruin their life, put them over there and, and keep like a kind of like a like a lore thing. Give give them something to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they did, um, they did just put us in charge of you. So, so one thing that you know you've pointed out many ways that many of the nuances of being an older sibling and the things people don't think about. One of the things that little siblings don't get credit for is anything we do everything i've accomplished it's always jenny taught you how to do that jenny taught you how to do that jenny did well, this jenny I, worked with I did. you jenny did this that's because it's true no how about i'm just fucking smart how about it was just well you, those two things can be true mom said one day she took me into hallmark and i was four years old and i started picking up the cards and reading because them. i taught you how to read and she's like jenny taught you how to read i'm like no she yes didn't. i did because i was learning okay. how to read at that same time and I came home when I was in first grade and I started teaching you how to read. You didn't learn to read till third grade. No, come on. Yeah, I didn't learn to read till third grade. I totally taught Carrie. you how to read. Carrie. Yeah, you, you taught yourself how to read. <laughs> we used to play school no, and you fucking hated it. Don't you remember? No, but we could give mom a little credit. Mom didn't do it. Maybe she knows she didn't do it. She knows she didn't do it. <laughs> She's like, go right, play, Jenny. go play. And I would make you play school and you... We're always the student, and you hated it. Remember when we used to play school with Jamie, and we'd lock him in a dog crate and call him the dog and throw food at him? First of all, there was no dog crate. 
It was a cage. A no, there, cage was, there wasn't. It was like the corner of the room and like the little kitchen set. Like we opened all the cabinets on it and made like a makeshift area. It wasn't a fucking cage. What the hell? What did you think all we right. had going on? Jenny, next question is anonymous. Have you rewatched all nine seasons or are you keeping pace with the podcast? What do they think's going on here? First of all, I don't have that kind of time. Second of all, I would never remember all of it. Could you imagine no. trying to watch it all at once? That would be great. No, we're 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 go we're about three weeks ahead of what airs. Yeah, but I think what he means, he or she means, is like have we seen them all oh, recently? No. And no. No. Mm-mm. Nope. This is probably the first time in thirty years I'm watching most of these. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't rewatched them as an adult. Well, I mean, maybe like in my 20s, I might have seen some of them. I feel like I have, like, I would just sit down and watch them, like, on a Sunday afternoon or something when they were on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, like, yeah, not in a long, long time. All right, Jenny. Amy B asks As teenagers, we were out and about a lot more, and it was pre TiVo. So were there any shows that you had to be home for? In the I 80s? Mean, I can't... I don't remember in the... I mean, we were home all the time. We were young. But I remember in the 90s, like, I was always home for TGIF. Like, I watched all those shows. Because it was Friday night and you had no plans? No. <laughs> because I liked Uncle Jesse on Full Oh, House. God. <laughs> Who should play Charles Ingalls in the reboot? Who should play Charles Ingalls? Um... Jen, he's he's drinking the blood of somebody. I mean, there's I know no he doesn't age. He really doesn't anybody age. Anybody should age like that. He doesn't age. He really doesn't. Um, I can't think of anything. I mean, we were so young in the 80s. I mean, in 1990, I was only 13. Well, I used to work. So I started working in like 89, 90, 89, I think. And one of the things I w- it was in syndication, but one of the things that I would always rush home from work at 11:30 at night to go to was to watch Star Trek The Next Generation in syndication. Wow. Okay. Mm. I remember. Do you remember? I don't know if it was summer or not. I want to say it was. I would record Guiding Light and you would come home from work and we would watch it. Yeah. It was when Reva was Amish. Yes, yes. And Annie and Josh were like, and Annie went crazy. Yes. Remember? Oh, there's so much wrong with that show. There's we so much that. wrong with that. Guys, that's my answer. I want to recap soap operas. Oh, they're oh. just so bad. Oh. Would love it. I would love it. And they you really know, messed a, you up. I'm a huge soap opera fan. Love it. Okay. Donna Kay, our mother, writes No, she did not with, write this. It's under Amy's Amy email. so much smarter? <laughs> She's not that smart because it came in under her own email. <laughs> So I know it's not her. If she was smart, she would have told mom to do that. She probably would have done it. You think mom could have navigated to a Google form? Yeah, it captures the email for her. Uh, I don't know about that. All right. So our next question, Jenny, is from Lynn B. And she asks, what episode or scene or character or moment was most vivid and stayed with you the longest, either in a good or bad way? I mean... I remembered that chewing gum on that shoelace. I did too, but I remember the blind school fire. The blind school fire. I mean, it was just. Yes, I can't. It's going to be real hard for me to. She hit the window with the baby. I don't know. You know what, though? That might have been more effective than what she was trying to do. It was bad. I don't know. I don't know. I also, I Um, really, I mean, Edwards. Edwards is. Yeah. He was my favorite character, probably. 
I always loved Laura, though. Like, I always just related to Laura so much. I felt like I was a little Laura. I liked Laura the Nelly and Laura rivalry, too. Nelly going down the hill in the wheelchair. That was a good one. Everybody remembers <laughs> that. that. Everybody remembers that. Um, I was surprised, like, looking back how much I remembered. Yeah, me too. Like, the chewing gum. Like, I was mm-hmm. stunned that I remembered that. Um, any Pause my favorite like lead character like laura's my favorite character because she reminds me but pa is a great character yeah and well you had you didn't remember carolyn properly i did not you did that a disservice um i i thought carolyn was like some little weak will i don't know why you thought that i never thought quiet that little church mouse but she is a badass motherfucker and i love her yeah all right jenny um tara asks what 80s TV show do you feel most represents your growing up experience? Like the hmm. show that depicts it, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah. My so-called life, Daria. That's tough. What are those yeah, like, dark like, emo shows? Really? I can't think of anything. Like when I think of, here's a current show. When I, when I see Stranger Things, I think that's our childhood. Yeah. Did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. Like they just live on bikes. They live on the, at their friends' houses. Yep. Everything is neighborhood oriented. Like when I see Stranger Things, I'm like, I tell my girls all the time, this is the world we grew up in. Yeah, totally. Now, Jen has a bunch here. So let's see. Have you considered reading the actual books to compare to the heavy handed paintbrush <laughs> Landon used for the show? Hey. Oh, hey, hey, true. hey. So it it is. Well, she's read the book, so. Do you know, um, do you remember, the, you read the books, right? I read the books when I was a kid. Now I'm seriously considering reading them again. Hmm. That would be interesting. I think Let me know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, between all my murder show watching, I don't know if I'm going to have time. Now the next question we've actually addressed. Have you considered a podcast of the drop of MTV music videos that happened in the 80s? It was such yes, a huge and we're doing thing. That. We are doing that. We're calling it Rock Blocks. It's going to be on Patreon. Uh, we'll probably put one out on YouTube. Yeah, we'll put a couple out on the. But YouTube it's basically thing. us watching three sets of three '80s hair band videos and discussing the eloquence and deep storylines oh contained within. Because mm-hmm. you you have to see the visual on those. Like it has to. Yeah. Yeah, you need the visual on those. Have you considered visiting a Laura Ingalls home site or considered attending a festival? I would. What do you mean by a festival? They have little house. They have Laura Ingalls Wilder festivals. Like a Renaissance fair kind yeah, of thing? Yes. Shut I up. Go. Really? I'd go. I'd go to a Renaissance fair. Has your parents, have your parents ever thought of giving their perspective? No. 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 Nope. Mm-hmm. Dad tried Shutting to weasel that down. a couple Shutting times. that down. Dad tried. Dad tried Shutting to be on the pod down. a couple times. Yep. Do either of you know anyone who went to space camp? Asks Melanie. I think I I went to school with somebody who went to space camp, and it sounded awesome. And I wish I did. Were they it. gifted? Probably. Was their last name? That's the only people they allow. Was in. their last name Kirk, Riker, Picard? First of all, Kirk and Riker, no way. Picard, maybe. Jill K. Jen wants to know what we do for a career. Oh. This this is our career. <laughs> this is not our career. Um, I'm a teacher. 
at a... I wish it was, but it's not anywhere close. To I'm a teacher at a local university, and Jenny, can we just say you work in tech? I work in tech. I work for a big tech company. Jenny's a nerd. I do uh, insider risk and security, internet security stuff. So busy, busy these days. Jenny works for uh, the very popular search engine, Bing. Yeah, I work for Jenny's Bing. in charge. That's Microsoft, Jenny's first of all. Jenny's in charge of Ask Jeeves. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, working in uh, cybersecurity, insider risk, access management, identity management. Yeah, exciting. Busy, busy time. And I teach writing to freshmen, and I would argue I have a harder job. No, oh, you mm-hmm. probably do, mm-hmm. actually. So, Jenny, um, Amy C. wants to know what event from our childhood would make a good after-school special? Oh, God. I got one. Oh, the abandoned gotta, house. There's got to be. The abandoned house would be a great yep. one. Wait, there's a couple. General and down the Burger King that Hill would, would be a be good, good one. After school special. There's got to be like little innocent Amy follows the leader into the abandoned house. That would be great. That would be perfect. That would be perfect. You running away was a good one. The, me running Dad away was a good one. Dad in the car like a trash bag over yep, his shoulder. That was a good mm-hmm. one. The clubhouse. Might be good. Well, maybe we could change the ending and it rolls down the hill. Or maybe we kill someone with the booby trap. There you mm-hmm. go. Oh, that's a good one. We could change that up. Your shoplifting. Oh, my shoplifting would be a good one. But I feel like that's done so much. Are you answering the stupid phones at the mall? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of me doing some stupid shit. I had some stupid shit, yeah. too. Us drinking in the Yours woods could have definitely been X. one. Running from the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Running from the cops. Like, Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, we could do the one where I drove my car back through the deep holes and it ripped a hole in the transmission pan. We could do the one where I borrowed dad's car, picked up a kid who was wanted by a bunch of people, (laughs) stopped at a parking lot. They got out these people of the car in front of us and beat the shit out of my father's brand new truck by kicking it in and punching it. Me going to the convenient where people used to hang out and drink and sobbing and begging this kid to take it to his garage and pull all the dents out. Because I seriously was not going to go home. I was just going to go to California. <laughs> what the yeah. hell? Yep. And I flew through the intersection and almost killed myself. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah, we could do any of those. You let us yeah, know, Amy, know which one you want to see and we'll film it. <laughs> okay. Jen, Jessica wants to know, can we do a this is why, um, why you both pursued an education or career in the arts and humanities? Because that's what, that was my first career. So my first career was in the arts. But we did both that's pursue an education for. in the arts. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, I never wanted to do anything else. Like that mm. was all, like from the day I could hold a pencil, I drew and I wanted to be an artist. And like, I never had even a thought of doing something else. I just, I didn't. I don't know what my plan was going to be, but I knew I wanted. To I didn't know what I wanted to be. I knew I was good at writing and I liked it, but I don't know. Like I never had. Like Jenny had a lot of models in art, like Dad. I didn't mm-hmm. have that. Like I was, no one in our family was a writer, and I didn't know how Except, to be a writer. You didn't know how you no, be like a I didn't know what that looked like. Because yeah. <laughs> and, and Dad was not an artist as a, in a career. He was a draftsman though, yeah. which is like 
somewhat related. But you grew yeah. up with the model of somebody who did art and took it seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yep. I didn't, I just didn't. Jenny and I talk about this a lot, guys. We are first generation college students. Our parents just didn't know. They didn't know. Didn't know. <laughs> just didn't know. Like the stuff that we know that your kids will know going into college yep. is like, it's such a, what a difference. Yeah, like, like I just went for a fine art degree. Like, oh, whatever. I'll just go for a fine like art degree. Like uh... Like there were so many other ways I could have gone through art school and, and come out the other side. Like, yeah. Probably with a degree that was a little more useful. Like, I remember when I was going for my MFA, I was 32. I had kids. I was doing it low residency. And I had a graduate assistant position in the office. And there were kids getting their MFA. They were, like, 23. And I was like, I wish I, like, was at that point when I was 23 instead of just fucking off. You know, doing whatever. Well, I I almost went for my master's degree when I was down in Georgia at SCAD. And in a way, thank God I didn't because I would have a $100,000 MFA. Like I do? And I never wanted to teach. Well, but I never wanted to teach. If you don't want to teach, there is no reason to get an MFA. Unless you want to like like teach at a college or like maybe be a studio artist, like that sort of thing. Like that, you know, like a lot of studio artists teach so that they have access to these like state-of-the-art facilities and that sort of thing. But I never wanted to teach. So, like, there's no reason to get an MFA if you don't want to teach. There's zero yeah. reason. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and I went into, like, commercial photography and, like, graphic design. And, like, that would have been a better choice of, of a master's degree, not another fine art degree. I just knew that I wanted, like, I knew that I would be in a helping profession. Like, just my personality. I knew that I would be a teacher mm-hmm. or, like, something along those lines. So, I don't know. I kind of stumbled. Jenny, Jenny no, had I mean, a my path, first career. boom, laser focused. I was like all over the fucking place. Well, but I, I did, but I didn't, right? Like I did through the end of college and I was like, what do I do now? Like, cause I just wanted to be an artist, but like that is not an easy <laughs> right. path. So like you have to figure out. So luckily, you know, I did get into photography and then started my own business doing graphic design and some web mm-hmm. design. And like, that's how I got into technology. Mm-hmm. And then I was, you know, I was pretty much doing that through 2008 and I was in the city and when that, when 2008 hit in the recession, like it just destroyed the whole industry. Like the money just ran out everywhere in that and nobody was advertising, nobody was doing marketing, like it was just kaboom. So that's when I got into doing, um, into, into technology. So we have a, we have another anonymous question. This person wants to know, why won't Jenny let Amy review Young Guns 2? Okay. First of all, it's not me stopping her. It was the Mimi Bees that voted <laughs> that down. motherfuckers. Okay. I was like, let it go. Put it in. Great. Whatever. Amy's like, I Is that how we ended up doing Teen Wolf? I... <laughs> yes. That is exactly how we ended up doing Teen Wolf. Like, I was just like, whatever, Aim. Like, you're like, I'm going to put this in. And then I put War Games in <laughs> to counteract it, thinking no one's so going to vote for War Games, do? even I'm though it's a great movie. Young Guns too. In a new poll. Aim. Well, you can just do Alongside Young Guns 2. Stop the poll. Disorderlies or something like that. <laughs> Why? It'll lose again. Let's just do oh. Young Guns 2. We have Jenny, the power. promise me one thing. My birthday's in September. We do it in September. Okay. All right. It's my birthday. It's fine. Present. I don't care. I was just, wait, I was wait, just wait, trolling wait, 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 wait. And then you ended up getting wait, it voted wait, wait, wait. down. Let me clarify for the own. record. That is my podcast birthday present. You still have to get me a birthday present. Okay. Oh, whatever. Okay. 
I'll get you the laser disc version. <laughs> Jen, we two. have another question from Tara. Is this another question from Tara? Oh, another Tara. Mm-hmm. It's another Tara. Because, you know, it's Gen X. There's a bunch of Tara's. <laughs> okay. It's got Jennifer's so Tara Amy's W Tara's. wants to know, why do you think our generation was interested in a show like Little House on the Prairie or the Waltons when they were such a stark contradiction of everything going on in our world at that time? Maybe that's why. Because it was That's escapism. interesting because it was a time of like a lot of stress about the advancements mm-hmm. of technology. Like you had things like Skynet and Terminator and like things like that. And we were really afraid of the speed that technology was taking. I think like there's just this general feeling about it in society and the space race and nuclear weapons and like all this stuff. And like maybe this was like that counter. Like, let's think back to a simpler time because Happy Days was bigger on this time too. We do that now though. We do that now with the 80s. Like people are like, oh, remember. (laughs) Let's think back to a simpler time. They really romanticize the 80s and 90s childhoods yes. as like oh we were just free range kids no we weren't no. really no i mean we were outside more we were on our bikes more we did have our own little private worlds but like our parents knew where we were and shit it wasn't like their childhood when they were just fucking right. running free but it's also like again like you said it's rose colored glasses mm-hmm. like there were a lot of things that were bad about it and wrong about it, it depending on who you were and where you grew yep. up and like you know like there was a lot that was not great yes. about that time but there, you know there were things that were great about it too but it like any like anything else right like it's there's good and bad but like people tend to remember things as better than well, they were and i don't know where i heard this maybe you said it but i don't want to attribute this to you if it wasn't you um you know you look back fondly on that time because you remember being younger and you enjoyed that yes I think yeah, I've like, talked about that, especially like, like I loved like the nineties cause like I was in my early twenties and like that was a great time and like you're just getting out of college yeah. and like, but it wasn't necessarily you know I mean? like, the nineties that you loved. Right. Right. Like I'm like, yeah, like I'm sure your kids are loving this time right now where I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yep. <laughs> but like, it's part of their nostalgia, yes. you know, like it's part of their, the yes. time they grew up. But I think it's like, it's just like anything else. Like it was good and bad. If you want to, you want to hear our deeper thoughts on this subject, listen to Class Action Park. Mm. Yes, I think that's on Patreon. Yes, because we really they kind of dig into that, and we dig into that too. Because like you think of this like wild time, there was, was cool no regulation, but like there's a dark there's a dark yeah. side to that too, right? We there's also a real talk dark side about, to that. a lot about like one of the recurring things that we talk about is, and we've been talking about it a lot lately, is like this teacher humiliation. Like, things yeah, were just really different. Adults were kind of allowed to just humiliate and abuse kids in weird ways. Yeah. And that's not cool. We've come a long way. And yeah. all kinds, there's all kinds of, like, prejudice yep. that was accepted. Yep. Like Oh, my that, God, you know, I told you. Cool. I talked about it on air when the teacher told me I was too fat to wear leggings in eighth grade. Yeah. I told my kids that story. They probably almost Mind died. blown. Yeah. They were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That kind yeah. of stuff went on all the time. And, like, the other part of it is I was in danger all the time. Yes. We were in danger 90% mm-hmm. of the time. Like, when we were out, if we yeah. weren't in school yeah. or home, 100%. we were in danger. Like, we were always doing crazy-ass shit, and we were unsupervised most of the time. And, like, like it's amazing that we got through it, Yeah, to be 100%. Honest. 100%. All right, Jen. Um, Melanie wants to – oh, I'm sorry, no. Christine W. wants to know if either of us were fans of the Little House book 
or did we just watch the show? I read the books. I loved them. Again, like I said, I might read them over again. I did not read the books. I probably won't. I loved the show at the time. And and I'm enjoying okay. it now. All right, Jen. Melanie wants to know, do we feel Flintstones vitamins contributed to long-term strength and growth? No, but definitely to tooth decay. They were delicious. They were I delicious. I was, like, really weird with them. I would take, like, five or six. And then I would Here drink. I told you I would drink the medicine out of the fridge all the time. When we had You're the pink, nuts. we had what the was wrong with you? medicine in the fridge. I would oh, drink. What it. was that? Yeah, I amoxicillin. Would drink it. I was like a mo- So you were just <laughs> down in antibiotics. No wonder why your immune system's mess. Too. I used to love Diamond Tap, the grape flavor. Diamond Tap was good. Would take that a was sip or two. <laughs> that was that was like prescription cough medicine. Nice. I mean, that probably got you drunk. Maybe. All right. Jenny, Suzanne wants to know, how does the Olsen's marriage work? Like, what is Nels getting out of this? Nels is trapped in a hell of his own making. Wait, wait. Is he in it for the money? Because her family has money. He could be. Is he in it for the glory? <laughs> like, of owning a mercantile? Okay, so I just had a great idea for our podcast. Okay. We need to have another session like this and collect questions about like existential questions about little house there we go there we go (laughs) well we'll probably be for oh we could do a holiday like bag about that like a a holiday bag holiday gift bag it's a holiday bag grab bag is that like santa sack what is that we could do a holiday episode where they can ask us some things like that and we can talk about them but let's talk about this so Nels, we don't know where Nels comes from. Again, if we had the prequel, we would know Nels' backstory. We don't really know his backstory. We know that Harriet was going to get married to someone else. Yes. But he dumped her for the priesthood. dumped her for God. It's money. That's got to, because there's the implication that the money is her family's. Mm. Like that they own the store together, but I think they're somehow supplemented by her family. Or she has some fortune somewhere. Yeah, well, we we saw her family came to town. Remember Mrs. Havisham? Was that her cousin? Yeah, it was like a cousin who came to adopt Alicia. Who, who went on to star in Real Housewives? Not Carrie. Alicia. I thought they both did. No, Ken corrected me. It was Alicia. Oh, I thought they both Mm -mm. did. So, Suzanne, our, our best answer is he's in it for the money. I don't know. I have to I be. have I an idea. What if her or family... Or he's a little bit of a sadist. What if her family put up the money for the old, the mercantile? Well, then why would they both own it? He can't walk away from that. We don't know if they both Maybe own it. Maybe he can't afford to divorce her. Or he's like a sadomasochist and he just likes the punishment. We don't know if they both own it. Maybe it's in her He name. said that in one episode. He oh, said that right, in one right, right. When she went to overcharge... When she was trying to foreclose or <laughs> to like... Uh, have put the lean on Charles. Farm. I thought it was when she was trying to overcharge Carolyn for the eggs. No, they were going to put a lean on mm-hmm. Charles. Farm. He's like, I own the store too. I don't know. I just feel like there's something. He probably can't afford to divorce her. What is she going to do? Get a divorce? I don't know. Do get they a have, lawyer do they have to go severe... after him for alimony? Do they have severe divorce? They don't even <laughs> have a freaking sheriff. There's no law. <laughs> That's the truth. He could just right. pull in Edwards and abandon his family. Oh, well, Edwards didn't abandon his family. He took them with him. Yes. But I told... He's coming back I soon. told you I found out John Jr. gets... 
murdered. <laughs> Does he get murdered? Murdered. <laughs> Michael Landon did not like oh him. Oh my god. You have to read the books so you can fact check all this shit. Okay. Can you get on yeah. that? You don't have anything to do this summer. Nothing. All right, Jenny. So I have a question for you. It's a would you rather. Oh, you told me you were going to do this. Would you rather have your life in Doc Baker's hands? Oh, boy. <laughs> or. What, what, what is my condition? Okay. Wait, what okay. Is my condition? So your condition is smallpox. Oh my, I'm fucked. It's uncure. It's incurable. <laughs> okay, what's a condition that you could have that could be severe, but you're not... Nec- pneumonia. Okay, you have a raging case of pneumonia. Bad. Okay. Although, that, that, in no, those no, no, times, no, no, you probably no, no, died no, no, from no, it. No, no, no. You have, like, Mary had an internal hemorrhage. Okay. okay. And you have Doc Baker. I need surgery. That's it. I need emergency yes, surgery. Doc Baker, okay. that is it. Okay. Or, would you rather live with Carrie... And babysit her and watch her solely just you and Carrie for six months. Oh, I take watching Carrie for six really? months. Really? <laughs> I will die if Doc Baker gets his leeches out to do surgery on me. He's got his rusty knife and a bunch okay, of leeches. I'm about to I'm about to, to add a, another here. Carrie and Laura. Oh, fuck and baby Grace. Laura might have them all killed and baby by the Grace. time. Wait, you can't just add all this on. I don't know if I can handle a baby for six months. I would just make Laura watch the baby. Oh, shit. I didn't think That's of that. That's how I would counteract that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you... And then Carrie could just go fuck off in a while. I thought for whatever. sure you would put your life in Doc Baker's hands before having to hang out with Carrie for six months. There's not even a chance there. Like, you're gonna die. <laughs> like, it's, it's not like 75% chance of dying. No, it's 100% chance of dying. Doc Baker comes at you with the scalpel, just run the other way. He's got the rusty tools <laughs> and the leeches in the can. No, I'm not doing just it. Just run the other way. All right, guys. So, I hope you enjoy. Do you have a question for me? No. Was I supposed I to? I told you, yes. Would you rather... Hang out with Carrie all day and she reads stories to you from the Bible <laughs> for six months. Every day for six all months. All day. Eight hours a day. Okay. Or murder Charles. <sighs> I would pick Carrie because she can't read. <laughs> so she wouldn't even be saying anything. So you're going to listen to her try to read the Bible for eight hours a day. Yeah, you're right. Charles is murdered. (laughs) Charles. Sorry, Charles. (laughs) You're done. That was good while last year. All right, guys. So we hope you enjoyed. And we really want to thank all of you for your support. I mean, we've really grown in the past year. I remember to to our astonishment. I remember getting so excited that we had like a hundred downloads. I know. A hundred downloads. Now we're close to like thirty thousand, I think. Let's see. All time. Stats. We have twenty three thousand downloads. Yeah. And we were so excited at a hundred. I mean, we put this out, we had no fucking idea if it would I thought it would just like die in like a couple months. We we had no idea. And you know, you guys have all helped so much, like just spreading the word and sharing our links and um, you know, 
subscribing to our Patreon, which has been a huge... Voting down Young Guns 2 in the poll. Voting down Young Guns 2. <laughs> you know. I'm not going to let you put it in another poll. I don't think... You can't handle I'm doing it. You it. can't handle the disappointment. I'm doing it no. for my goddamn no, birthday. No, we're just... We're just doing it. Yeah. You don't have to put another poll it's up. It's happening. I can't watch that happen again. I'm not putting the poll up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put my trust in other people with this. <laughs> Finally, you've learned the lesson of life. You can't put your trust in other people. I think the person who submitted this question, they knew, they know who they are, wants to hear a review of Young Guns 2, and will get it in September. I never... You're the one who screwed yourself up over on that. So, guys, if you enjoy what you hear, subscribe to our Patreon. We do extra stuff over there. We've already got a bunch of stuff there. So, if you subscribe, you get all those back episodes. So, you'll hear us all of our after school well, specials. Fair, and to be fair, some of the stuff that's Patreon only is a little more cash. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Although the last episode that we just did, which they're not going to hear until Monday. You guys will hear it Monday, right? I don't know. Is it? Oh, so I can't. No, no, no. Yeah, it'll be in two weeks. You guys will hear it in two weeks. It's season one or season five, episode one. I just edited today. I'm sick as a dog, and Jenny's got crazy background noise. So I'm like, (laughs) I have my air conditioner going. You can hear it. You can hear my air conditioning. There's movers in front of my house. Yeah, it's it's a lot, guys. But uh, we appreciate you. Um, We hope that you stick around in the Mimi Bees. We have fun in there, and hopefully we will see you next year on our anniversary right yeah yeah hope hope they stick around all right guys thanks a lot for listening and we'll see you soon planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.